what would make this product better? What's the best way for me to package this or deliver it to you? Reaching out to people in our potential market and doing a little bit of market research is a really key step. You're listening to Small Minded, the podcast that believes being small is a good thing because small steps lead to big impact, small towns have a big heart, and small businesses play a big role in our modern way of life. I'm your host, Molly Knuth, and here at Small Minded, we share stories and strategies to help small towns and small businesses flourish. Here's to a life well-lived, being small-minded. Welcome back to Small Minded, you guys. I love, love, love today's topic. It's something I used to really be almost afraid of. And then I went through a period of time where I would like overthink about this so much. And I feel that in the last year, now that I finally have a system and a process that I follow repeatedly, I have really fallen in love with this format, which is launching. And we did have a similar episode to this a couple of weeks ago, but that one was particularly around like your holiday offers. Today, we're going to talk about any new product or service that you are thinking about offering in 2022. Yes, I know that we are just at the week of Thanksgiving, but if you're like me, you're already kind of putting some rough plans and ideas in place of things that you might want to tackle in the new year. So today, we're going to chat about how I approach launching a new product or service, what are the things that I think through and how do I measure and like feel out my audience on whether this is going to be a successful offer or not? And then what are some of those tactical action steps that I take every time I offer something new to you guys, my audience, and the people that I hope to help with whatever it is that I'm putting together? So we're going to dive into that in just a second, but I also want to introduce the fact that you're going to hear a couple of new things starting with this episode. So as of this week, we are testing out commercial airspace on our Small Minded podcast. So each week you will hear of one or two businesses that I know and love. We're going to be very particular and selective about who gets to advertise in this space. Because I want to make sure that they are products and services that are going to be important to you guys. So we're not just putting on any old business who purchases airtime here. We are making sure that these business owners are inspirational, that they are helping you live a better life, whether it's in your personal life or in your business in some way. So I just wanted to let you guys know that that's something new you're going to be hearing here on the Small Minded Podcast over the course of the next few weeks for sure, maybe indefinitely. We're going to feel it out. And I did want to know that this hasn't been approached lightheartedly. We are definitely putting time and thought into the people we're inviting into this airspace. And so far, we have some amazing entrepreneurs and small business owners lined up to share with you guys. So let's dig in with our very first commercial here on the Small Minded Podcast, Chilled Freezer Meals. I don't want a lot for Christmas this year, but if I could get a little help around the house or with my holiday prep, that'd be great. (laughs) Thankfully, my friend Lindsay at Chilled Freezer Meals has my back. 
Not only does she make meal time and snack time more convenient with her fully frozen meals for local pickup and home delivery to communities throughout Eastern Iowa, but she also ships meal bundles nationwide. And this holiday season, she also offers gifting options for those on your holiday shopping list. Check out the new Chilled Favorites Bundle, packed with five of Chilled's best-selling meals. The Favorites Bundle includes her barbecue cheddar meatloaves, mini lasagnas, breakfast burritos, a Knuth family favorite, Tuscan chicken pasta, and Parmesan meatball bake. Perfect for those who want to give the gift of time and ease this holiday season. Plus, you'll be supporting the local small businesses and farmers that Chilled sources from in their recipes. Got a new mama on your list? Shop Chilled's new mama meal bundle with single-serve meals and soups, protein cubes, lactation granola, and new mom affirmation cards to help make the transition into motherhood a little easier. And for those on your hard-to-shop-for list, Chilled also offers digital gift cards so they can choose their own meal delivery at a later date. Listeners of the Small Minded Podcast can visit chilledfreezermeals.com slash pages slash smallminded to shop these options and more during the holiday season. And to sweeten the deal, first-time customers can get 10% off their order by using promo code SMALLMINDED. Again, that's chilledfreezermeals.com slash pages slash smallminded. And for you first-timers, you can get that 10% off of your first order by using promo code SMALLMINDED. Psst. And if you'd like to hear a little more about Lindsay's story and how she's grown chilled as her business, head to episode 56 of Small Minded. Okay, so here we are digging into the nitty-gritty. So how do we know when it's time to start something new in our business? Or maybe for some of you, it's how do we know when it's time to start that new business? So for me, it's typically when I am feeling some kind of way. That's very, very general. But typically, I know myself enough to know that I get a feeling and I get this discomfort when I know that I could be doing something differently or I could be trying something new or testing. And I get so uncomfortable that I can't stay in this same place. I can't offer the same service in this same way, or I can't approach this process in the same way I've done in the past. When I feel this feeling of discomfort repeatedly, I know it's time to make a change. And sometimes that's bringing someone new into the fold in our team. Sometimes it's putting a new process into place. And sometimes it means I need to create something that can help our small business owners and entrepreneurs market their businesses better. So let's take, for example, in early 2020, we all know what kind of year 2020 was, but even before that, in January, a lot of people were talking about how they were going to make this decade of the 20s their decade or their year. And we were even in that time frame, pre-COVID, still getting an indication of the role that social media has played in our lives. And for a lot of us, especially business owners, that could be a positive impact on our lives because it's allowed us to have a marketing outlet to connect with new clients or peers in ways we couldn't in the past. But we were also feeling in early 2020 about like the drain that social media could be. And I was hearing it over and over and in my 
newsfeed, I was seeing people comment with like some hateful things that they had experienced. I was seeing comment sections blow up with really rude things that people wouldn't say to each other face to face. And it was beginning to feel that social media was just like this desolate dumpster fire. So in early 2020, every time I would log into my Facebook or my Instagram, I would be faced with these stories and these comments and I would feel uncomfortable. I'd feel like, oh, this just is so down. And I knew that I could put something together that would make this feel like a more positive space. Or I could get people to retool their algorithms because I knew a little bit about how algorithms work. And I could help people understand what they could do, the positive actions they could take to begin feeling inspired and positive about social media as a whole. So at that time, I just had this feeling, this discomfort. And then I had these skills that I uniquely had. And then I just began to think and brainstorm about ways that I could bring this together so that I could help people. And what resulted was similar to a tool that I had already created, which was like a seven-day engagement producing calendar for small businesses. But I just reframed that tool and I changed it into a seven-day joyful social media renovation. So rather than having prompts for seven days that gave business owners tips for things to talk about on their social media for their business, it was seven days of action steps that people of any background could take if they wanted to see social media be better every time that they logged in. And it included things like following inspirational accounts just because or commenting positively on three people's pages or accounts that you hadn't seen in a while, but you thought of these people, they were friends from the past or people you graduated with, but because of the way the algorithm worked and the like frequency of content being released, those people's updates got buried in your newsfeed. So you had to go seek them out, engage with some of their posts, and then it would get recycled and leveled up in your newsfeed. So that feeling of discomfort and that reflection on my skill set caused me to put together this tool. And I knew that I needed to put it out in the world and help people who were my personal friends or my work friends on social media. So that was the impetus. And you might be having something similar to this in your own business or your personal life right now where you're feeling discomfort. You're seeing things over and over again. You're getting questions repeatedly from your clients and customers. You're seeing a problem or something that's not going right again and again and again. And you know that you've got a unique skill set that could address this issue. This might be an indication of where you can build out a new product or a new service or even, hell, a whole new business opportunity that can help you help others. So I would reflect and maybe even pause this episode to brainstorm, where are you feeling discomfort right now? What are some skills or some tools that you have uniquely that can help you address this problem? And then how can you take that to others and help them improve their lives and situations as well? So it might be in your personal life, it might be in your business life, or it might be in your community. Maybe you're seeing things in your community that you want to address and you want to make better, like a dog park or a welcome committee, something to that effect. But if you feel like you are uncomfortable and you have unique skills that can address these problems, then maybe think about ways that you can actually put like, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Rubber to the road? Feet on the ground? How can you make this better with action steps? That's what we're getting at. 
So begin brainstorming, thinking about ways that you can put things together. And then you need to decide what is the container or the format that's going to deliver this product or service. So if you're a product-based business and you want to celebrate small towns, Maybe you could put together a line of graphic apparel that celebrates your small town. So you would need to just line up either a graphic designer to help create that design for you, or you could even work with a local t-shirt designer to help actually create and source sweatshirts, t-shirts, whatever you want. So you might be able to create products and then reach out to people in your network who can help you get these products to fruition. Now, if it's a larger scale product that you're creating, it might take a little more time, a little more research to make sure that you've got all of these things in place for a successful launch. But whatever it is that you're facing and thinking about, just know that with the use of your network, thinking about all the people that you're connected with, whether you know them in real life or you know them through social media, just do a reach out and see how you can get this accomplished. Or if all else fails, Google has taken me a long way in figuring things out with my own business and my own ideas. So always you can refer to Google and just really weigh the results that you get, make sure they're reputable and they're real, all of those good things. If you're a service-based business, you might not need to do as much overhead research as far as like, how much is it going to cost me to produce this? Who am I going to have to line up? Sometimes service-based offerings are a little easier to get off the ground. Because they can be in the format of a digital download, a video recording where you train people on something, but you still may need to figure out different details as far as how do I design this seven-day joyful social calendar? What are the prompts that I'm going to want to make sure I include on that calendar? What are some different methods I can deliver a video? What are the recording softwares I might need? How am I going to process payment? Things like that. So there will be action steps, whether you're a product or service-based business or organization or individual, if you're just doing this as a personal effort, you still are going to have to think through some of those details as far as how you're going to package, how you are going to process payment or orders, and then how you're going to deliver that in the end. Those are the phases that you'll need to think through. But This process where you're getting into the nitty-gritty, the details, you're outlining your offer, you're thinking through all the phases, this can take a long time or it can be rushed through. And I will say in the beginning phases of Molly Knuth Media, my social media marketing business, I was much more apt to come up with an idea, think through it in the short term, and then launch it within the span of like just literally a couple of days. Now, as we are getting a little bit more Um, experience under our belt. And as we are like having more people that we can bring into the fold on these efforts, it does take me a little more time to think through. And I've got more places to get lined up as far as like website, email, social media feeds, all of those good things. But when you are smaller and newer, you can be nimble. You can really just have an idea, implement it in very little time. The bigger you get, the more breadth you have of people in your organization or the more planning and like steps you have to take for approval. Like if you're doing something with your city government or if you're in a more corporate structure in your workplace or organization, then you need to make sure you are following those steps. So you may need to allow for more time. Similarly, depending on your personality type, you might be someone who wants to just like 
fly by the seat of your pants and get things out the door. Or you might be someone who's naturally more inclined to think through and process and take time to do it. Whichever personality trait you are, I would encourage you to do a couple of things. Number one, make sure that your idea or your need isn't just a good idea to yourself. Because you need to put yourself in the place of the person who might potentially buy your product or your service. And a really great resource for this is the book Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. And he walks through a business's marketing plan in the framework of a traditional story like The Three Little Pigs or Hansel and Gretel or Little Red Riding Hood where you have a clear character structure where you have a hero or maybe you might be more of the Marvel or Harry Potter subset but we've got we've got a hero right and that hero has a problem and a lot of times as the business owner we might see ourselves as that hero where we're coming in with this new offer and that's going to solve everybody's problems right but what we really are as the business owner is not the hero the hero is the person who is potentially a customer or a client because they are the hero of their stories. As the business owner, we come in as the sage or the guide who has the thing that can help them be the hero in their own story. So that's just a great read no matter where you're at. But getting back to the offer idea, this new product or service you're going to provide, make sure that you're not putting yourself in that space of the hero. Because when we think from that angle, we think that everything we're going to launch is great and it's going to solve everybody's problems and we're going to get like a million dollars in sales the first night we launch it, right? But if we can talk to people who would be heroes in their own story that our product would be perfect to help them with, we need to reach out to those people, talk to them, get their feedback. Would this be something viable that would help you? What would make this product better? What's the best way for me to package this or deliver it to you? Reaching out to people in our potential market and doing a little bit of market research is a really key step because there have been times, like I said, when I flew by the seat of my pants, I thought I had this great idea and this was like a summer workshop series that I wanted to meet in person over the course of several weeks in the middle of July. And I was like, oh, this is great. I had like a really clever saying around it. I thought it was going to be awesome and people were going to sign up. But the reality of it was I had like two or three signups. So I did have people, but it wasn't quite the response that I thought I would get. If I would have done a little bit more market research, talked to people about what their July schedule was like, how much did they need this week to week interaction or would they prefer maybe like a half day or would they prefer an online setting? If I had done a little bit more market research, I may have been more successful in my initial outing. But doing some market research is a great first step. The second thing I think you need to do when you are in this phase of your launch is not getting too caught up in the details. I like to launch at 70% preparedness, which means that I don't have everything exactly spelled out. I don't have all of my plans in place. I don't have every presentation built I don't have every form already linked and every video already produced. What I like to do is have the initial details established, which we've already talked about. What's the format of my offer? Do I have it ready? Do I have all of my steps in place as far as marketing, processing orders, delivering orders, customer service, things like that? And then I can launch it. Then as I go, I might tweak the offer. So if it's a workshop series or a group coaching program, 
I can build out phases of that as I go. So I can build those presentations as we go through the course. I can build in Q&A sessions or additional trainings as we go, as I see how my audience is receiving it. But launch at 70% allows me to not overthink too much. It allows me not to be the roadblock in getting this product or offer or service out the door. And it allows me to take action and get some initial feedback from actual purchasing customers and clients so that I can make tweaks and adjustments to their unique needs as we go. Sugar cookies, adult beverages, and potatoes. Oh my! (laughs) Not to mention hash brown casserole, baked potatoes, green bean casserole, stuffing, all those foods that I love. (laughs) In my 20s, I thought the time between Thanksgiving and New Year were for two things. One, indulging on the weekends, and then two, limiting my caloric intake throughout the week. Then I would flip the calendar to the new year and I'd plan to lose all that weight that I had gained and really get my life, air quotes, on track. Not surprisingly, that didn't work. (laughs) It was only when I learned about proper nutrition from my fitness coach, Erica Hermsen, that I was finally able to work with my body during the holiday season. And shocker, it didn't involve indulging or restricting, just balancing. Coach Erica's weekly grocery lists, meal plans, and delicious healthy recipes help me balance my macros, aka those carbs, proteins, and fats that we get with our meals, so that I can stay on track with my goals while eating foods that don't make me feel like I'm on a diet. What I love about Erica's programs is that the nutrition education and recipes come alongside daily live workouts and access to her app that holds 1,000 plus pre-recorded workouts. So whether you like lifting weights or running on the treadmill, seven-minute booty burners, or 50-minute sweat sessions, you can find something that you are interested in that fits your unique schedule. And in addition, you are surrounded in support by Erica, her team of coaches, and 600 plus other women who work with you and alongside you cheering you along as you reach for your goals. If you want to experience the Sweat Inspire Sisterhood community this season, head to sweatinspiresisterhood.com slash small-minded to get started with her seven-day free trial and get all access to her sisterhood membership for free. You'll also get added to her email list that has weekly exclusive freebies, and you'll get information about her upcoming Drop 10 Success School program. This program only runs twice per year, but it helps you learn about nutrition and lose 10 pounds or 10 inches in just 12 weeks. Trust me, it works, and the next round starts on January 3rd, 2022, right after the new year. Again, that's sweatinspiresisterhood.com slash small-minded for seven days of workouts, healthy recipes, encouragement, motivation, friendship, and fitness at absolutely no cost to you. Sweatinspiresisterhood.com slash small-minded. If you'd like to hear a little bit more about Coach Erica's story, head to episode 27 of the Small-Minded Podcast for our exclusive interview with Erica. Okay, so once we've gone through this initial, like, I might have an idea that discomfort and skill set information that we talked about in the beginning of the episode. 
And then we go into figuring out that 70% ready when we're talking about the market research, getting those initial pieces put into place for a marketing plan, the delivery and the orders and all of that. Then this third phase of our launching or offer is actually when we've got it out the door. We've got it available on our website. We've got it available in our storefront. We've got it bookable in our service kit. And we are following through with processing orders and delivering what we have promised. So in this phase three, if you will, while your cart is open, you're going to want to make sure that you are being very responsive to your customers, whether that's via email, chat, social media. You're talking about your product or your service in a lot of different ways. So in line at the grocery store, in your stories on Instagram and Facebook posts, in your emails that you send out to your newsletter list. If you have a text list for your boutique, make sure you're sending out a text or two during that time frame that your product is freshly launched so that people know it's available. A lot of times, especially at the beginning of a new product or service or business, we think that if we talk about it one or two or three times, that's enough. And then if we don't hear any feedback or get any little order, order dings in our Shopify cart, then we think that nobody wants it. When in reality, they might just not have heard our message or our new product yet. So you want to make sure that there's a distinct time period where you are pushing hard to let people know about this product or this service that you offer. I like to have about a seven to 10 day window where I have, and we talk more about this in that holiday launching episode just a couple of weeks back. So if you want a lot of detailed steps in that, go to that episode uh, of the Small Minded Podcast. But I just like to have a seven to 10 day hard launch phase where I'm talking every day on all of my social media and internet digital marketing platforms about this particular product or service that I'm selling. That way, I know that my audience hears about it multiple times, so they're aware that it's out there, so they know what the result is going to be, how this can help them be the hero in their own life story. And then I make sure that during that phase, I am being super responsive to messages and comments, that I am processing orders in a timely fashion, that I am addressing any issues that come up or issuing refunds if somebody made a purchase in error, and that after the sale, I am still continuing to follow up with great customer service. So they're getting a receipt. They are getting a thank you for your purchase, maybe even a few days after their purchase, or if it's like a service-based interaction, like a workshop, whenever that workshop happens, they're getting within a few days a feedback form or some kind of system to leave a review so that you can get proper feedback so you know what went well and how you can make adjustments going forward. So We've got a lot of different things that we've tackled in this episode. We've talked about getting that idea for launching something new. We've talked about the market research. This is not a very in-depth market research guide, but just doing some research, talking to those people who you think would be ideal for this product or this service that you're going to launch, and making sure that you're doing due diligence to Getting yourself set up as not the hero, but as the guide and the person who can help those people out there who want to be the heroes in their own story. And then during that phase where you're actually launching and selling this product, that seven to 10 day hard launch, you want to make sure you're talking about it multiple times on multiple channels and you're providing exceptional customer service to your buyers. 
Now, if you want more information about launching in particular, you can head to my social media on Instagram, on Facebook, or to my website, mollyknuthmedia.com, at mollyknuthmedia on all the outlets. I do have a 10-day free launch calendar available to you. So you can put this to practice for any new product or service that you are launching in 2022 and beyond. It guides you through 10 days of social media prompts so you can get those step-by-step, caption-by-caption, post-by-post guidance that you need during that 10-day launch phase so that you know what to talk about, how to talk about it, and then you don't burn yourself out in the process. You have some of those resources and tools available to you. And this includes things like templates for your Canva posts. It includes exactly what to put in your caption. So you're not drawing from a blank wall. If you feel like you're not very creative in this phase, this gives you a great start to get going. So head to mollyknuthmedia.com and head to my social channels so that you can grab that 10-day launch calendar freebie for yourself. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning in here at Small Minded. I hope this gave you a little bit of insight to the process you can tackle for yourself if you're thinking about trying new things in 2022. And please give me any feedback you have or any specific questions at any time on the social networks, Instagram, Facebook. I have a TikTok, but I'm not great over there. So thanks guys so much for being here. I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving and I will be back next week with more. Hey there, thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of the Small Minded Podcast, the place on the internet where we celebrate small towns, small businesses, and the people who love them. If you enjoyed this episode, we would be forever grateful to have a review of your experience over on iTunes, Spotify, our website, or wherever you tuned in today. And as always, we welcome you sharing this podcast with your friends and family on social. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Small Minded Podcast or at mollyknuthmedia.com slash podcast. Please go out, make today a good one. Take a small step towards a bigger impact. Here's to a life well lived, being small-minded. <laughs>